This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link slash red5. For an entire generation, people have experienced Star Wars, the only way it's been possible, on the TV screen. But if you've only seen it this way, you haven't seen it at all. This is where the fun begins. Chewing. We're home. Hello there. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome to the Blue Milk Cafe. Grab an empty stool at the counter, order a cup of Jawa juice and a nice slice of Yogan fruit pie, and get ready because we're about to talk all things Star Wars. Good morning, Masespa, and welcome back into the cafe. This is episode 128. I'm your host, Jeff, and on this weekend's episode, I'll be going over my thoughts on the newest episode of The Mandalorian, Guns for Hire. But before I do that, it is day one of Star Wars Celebration, and as I do every year, I have the Star Wars YouTube channel on my TV, watching the live stream. Now, I was on Twitter earlier this morning complaining that they did not stream the opening panel this year. And that kind of upset me, kind of made me a little bit bitter because I get up at 6 a.m. waiting for this, you know, opening panel of Star Wars Celebration and it wasn't there. To me, the opening panel of Star Wars Celebration is the most important. That's usually where they make all the big announcements and whatnot. And I remember watching it last year from Anaheim, so I know that they do stream it. Or they have streamed it in the past, I should say. But this year they did not. And for people like me that have never been to a Star Wars Celebration, and most likely will never get to go to a Star Wars Celebration, this live stream is all we have. So I don't understand why they didn't do it this year. Now, I did hear... Because I had friends on Twitter that were sending me links to different Star Wars podcasts from YouTube, given live updates. I went and watched those, and that's how I got my information. But um, if the only reason they did not stream the panel this morning is because of the exclusive footage that they had, that is the dumbest reason I've ever heard in my life. Because I've seen them do it in the past, where if they had an exclusive trailer or exclusive footage that they did not want it to be streamed out to the people at home, they cut it off and they put either footage from the convention floor on or some kind of commercial on or something. That's all you had to do. I don't care if the footage was in the middle of the uh, 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 the panel. You just cut away and then come back. 
no big deal. But if that was the only reason, like I said, dumb reason, and it kind of really upset me, but I'm over it now. I got sort of the information I wanted. I got the news of the three Star Wars films that are coming out. One, I think it's about the first Jedi. One is about the Mandoverse, which I guess that's what they're calling it now. And the last one is Jedi Academy. I believe that's what, for right now, that's what they're calling it. And that one is the one I'm most excited about because it's taking place 15 years after Rise of Skywalker. And Daisy Ridley is coming back to play Jedi Master Rey Skywalker to rebuild the Jedi Order. And I cannot wait for that because... One, Rey is in my top five favorite Jedis of all time. Two, anybody that knows me knows I love the sequel trilogy. And I just can't wait to see the story continue. I really can't. So I really pumped for that movie. And they've, they also talked about season two of Andor. Now, Andor was not my favorite series on Disney+. Plus. I, I didn't hate it. I enjoyed watching it. I didn't hate it. It just frustrated the crap out of me because I could not follow the plot of that series to save my life. I could not. I didn't understand what was going on. Um, I thought it was going to be a spy espionage type series, which I don't think it was at all. Um... And I'm sorry, I just could not follow the plot of that series at all. Hopefully one of these days I will get to go back and I want to go I want to go back and rewatch the entire first season again to see if I can finally understand what's going on. Maybe if I watch it maybe alone without my wife, I'll be able to figure out what's going on. Not saying that she distracted me from it at all. I just know when we watch something together, we tend to talk back and forth, and sometimes I miss stuff, but I've never not been able to follow a plot of a series that I've watched with her, so it just confused me, and hopefully I'll get to go back someday someday and rewatch it before season two and understand what the heck is going on. So they, they talked about Andor season two, they talked about uh, the Acolyte, which sounds interesting, but I'm not sure if that's going to be my cup of tea or not, because um, I am not into the High Republic. I am not a reader, so I have not read any of those books. I've never read any of the Expanded Universe, so I don't know how I'm going to feel about that um, series, but I will give it a watch because... It's Star Wars. Um, the other one that they announced was Skeleton Crew. Jude Law will be a Jedi. And it, it was described as Stranger Things in space. So I can't wait for that. I love Stranger Things. So that sounds like it's right up my alley. And they had... I think they had some footage of that one, and that's probably what they didn't want everybody to see because I haven't seen any of it yet. They haven't released it on their website yet. So, but yeah, I can't wait for Skeleton Crew. 
the acolyte eh, um like i said i'll give it a watch see if it is my cup of tea or not and of course then i believe they showed the ahsoka trailer in that first panel and i think they also showed the new indiana jones trailer in that first panel the ahsoka trailer looks really freaking awesome um we get almost the entire ghost crew in live action we get to see hera you get to see chopper you get to see sabine you get to see ezra and a little hologram and we already saw a live zeb in the mandalorian so i cannot wait for this series um you saw there's these two uh dark side force wielders that are in this ahsoka series that i have no idea who they are they look like new characters to me um but like i said i'm not an expanded universe guy i don't read the books so if they're from the books they're from the books but to me they're brand new characters um and that's how i was introduced to thrawn actually i was introduced to thrawn through rebels because i don't read the books i never knew of thrawn before rebels so i met thrawn and i know i'm gonna get a lot of hate for this and really i don't care um i am not a huge fan of thrawn i'm really not his character in rebels was fine i liked the voice acting of thrawn in rebels i thought his voice was really cool mickelson did a great job with his voice um but other than that i didn't care for his character at all i didn't i i, I really didn't see the appeal of his character at all i was like this is this is the character everyone was so excited about from bringing from the novels to you know in the visual i just i i i don't see it but that's that's probably just me so you know it's just my opinion don't hate me for not liking thrawn um he's just not my cup of tea but they showed the back of thrawn's head what i'm most excited about is i can't wait to see who they got to play thrawn so that's my that's my big anxious moment for that but other than that that's all i care about oh they got him to play thrawn cool all right but that's it um so that was the big news so far from star wars celebration right now they have genevieve o'reilly right now on the live stage being interviewed by anthony carboni so i will probably go back later and seek that little clip out on youtube so i can watch that little interview but anyway that's the stuff from star wars celebration day one so far and now on to this past week's episode of the mandalorian guns for hire an episode that was very controversial i guess but all i saw from the people that i follow on twitter and instagram and facebook and whatnot were positive reviews but i did see some people that said they did not like this episode at all and most of it was because the cameos now this is your spoiler alert i know i don't always give one but it's your spoiler alert um i don't know what what the big deal of the cameos was i watched the episode and when i saw jack black and lizzo my jaw hit the ground i was so happy i'm a big jack black fan 
I am so glad he he's part of the Star Wars universe now. His character was awesome. His character made me smile. His character made me laugh. Lizzo's character was absolutely gorgeous. I loved Lizzo's hair, hair piece, whatever that was. That was awesome. Um, I liked the way she took to Grogu and, you know, the little baby noises she was making at him and stuff. like. It was just so damn cute. Um, so, yeah, I don't understand what the big deal was with the cameos. And get to the third cameo. Christopher Lloyd, Doc Brown himself, is now part of the Star Wars universe too, and I'm so happy. It, it, I don't care if he turned out to be the quote bad guy of the episode. His, when I saw his face too, my jaw dropped. I was like, yes, Doc Brown. So, love Christopher Lloyd's little cameo, and then the episode itself was awesome. I loved seeing. Uh, Bo Katan and Din Jaren walking around that city playing detective. It was awesome to me. I mean, come on, we got to see a droid bar. Droids finally got their own cantina. All the way back in the New Hope. Uh, kicking them out of the cantina. We don't serve their kind here. But now they got their own cantina. They're all in there hanging out together. We got a gorgeous blue C3PO droid in that bar that that whole scene just made me smile from ear to ear because it was a droid cantina um i cannot you know express my love for this episode and then to see um Bo going and reuniting with her old crew going to see her fleet that she worked so hard to put together and to get get that fleet back and the way she got it back, I never thought of it until Din started explaining it. When he went to give her that dark saber. Now, before I before I get into how he explained her him just handing it to her, um it it really doesn't bug me all that much, but when when Din first got it and tried to hand it back to her on uh, Gideon's Star Destroyer, I told her, I said, just take it. You've taken it before. Which, if you go back to Rebels, Sabine just handed her the Darksaber. Now, I can't remember if there was any, if there was an explanation behind it or not, but she just handed her the Darksaber and she took it. So that kind of like sat, you know, kind of sour with me for a while. But then I got over it because it's Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Who cares? You know, I got over. But anyway, Din started to hand her the Darksaber again. She goes, you, you know, that's not how this works or something like that. And, you know, under my breath, I was like, but you took it before. But that's, um, he, he said, she goes, I can't accept it as a gift or something to that effect. And he goes, it's not a gift. And then he went on to explain it. He said, when Bo rescued me, I was captured. My captor took this off of me. While defeating my captor, 
bow defeated my captor with the dark saber. So technically, he goes, so shouldn't this saber be hers? And I was like, holy crap. Never thought of that. Damn. So he handed her the Darksaber, and the episode ends with Din and Bo standing there, and Bo with the Darksaber ignited, just standing there, looking so freaking cool. So I cannot wait for these last two episodes of The Mandalorian this season. I can't wait. And, of course, I'm pretty sure after episode eight, I'll be like, I can't wait till season four. And I believe season four will then probably run into the Dave Filoni movie that's coming out because I they didn't give any dates or years for these movies but from what I'm trying to I, I'm thinking in my own mind here 2025 2027 and maybe 2029 maybe for the movies I am not positive but you know that's just me thinking you know Two years between each movie. I don't want to see two years between each movie. I'd rather see 2025, 2026, and 2027. That's what I would like to see. But that's just my prediction. But like I said, they didn't give any specific years yet or not. So they don't... It It's, you know... We don't know when they're coming out yet. But I'm expecting maybe season... It's going to be season four just leading right up to... Uh, Dave Filoni's movie. But yeah, I just, I'm loving this series. Bo-Katan is my favorite Mandalorian. I've said it before. And I'm, my theory is this show is called The Mandalorian. I'm starting to think that the, the title of the show does not refer to Din Djarin. The title of the show refers to Bo-Katan. Because if Bo-Katan goes on and becomes the Mandalorian to, and reunites all of the Mandalorians and retakes Mandalore, then she is the Mandalorian. So that's just my two cents. Disagree or not, but they're my two cents. And before I wind this episode up, um, the... There was a question on Twitter that I saw the other day that I answered on Twitter that I hopefully I could make it sound more elegant speaking than typing it. Um, they had a picture or they had a gif of the end of the episode where they found Gideon's shuttle blown apart and they showed the, um, the Beskar. Now, I know that wasn't this past week's episode that was the week before but I'm just saying the week before is episode where it ended where you saw the best car stuck in the wall of the shuttle and people were saying who do you think got Gideon my theory and it's it's a it's an off the wall theory and it's probably not even close to being right my theory is it's Sabine and Ahsoka Sabine and Ahsoka took Thrawn or took Thrawn took Gideon because they are are they not on the search for Thrawn and Ezra so 
they they capture Gideon because Ahsoka believes Gideon either knows where Thrawn is or knows how to get to him. So that's why they captured Thrawn. Captured Thrawn. There I am again. Captured Gideon and and captured Gideon so they could find Thrawn. That's why the best car was stuck in the side of the shuttle. That's just my off-the-wall theory, but like I said, it's probably not even close to being right and way off-the-wall theory, so that was just my answer. I thought I would share it here with you guys that really don't do Twitter or social media. But that's my off-the-wall theory about that, and this episode's getting a little long in the tooth, so I will end it here. Hope you all have a great celebration weekend. If you watch the live stream, watch the live stream. They they will be sh- streaming panels. Maybe not the bigger panels, but they do stream panels still. But it's a fun watch. It, it makes me feel like I'm there. So enjoy your celebration weekend. And as always, until next time. I have spoken. Give the evacuation code signal. Thank you for stopping by the cafe. Life is all about passions. Thank you for lending me your ear while I shared all of mine. You can follow the Blue Milk Cafe on Twitter, at that BMC pod. You can follow the Facebook group, the BMC pod. You can also email the Blue Milk Cafe, that BMC pod at gmail.com. And remember, Blue Milk, it does a body good. Anyway. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5Network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network. <laughs>